0: Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit com slash wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's com slash wondery. Welcome to episode 479 with my guest, Loves. That's right. We're going to do a whole episode. There's no guest. And I am just going to read things that you guys have submitted from the love survey. And for those of you that are new to the podcast, there's about a dozen different surveys that people can fill out anonymously through the website. And this is one of my favorite surveys. And it's just things that people love. And, um, I think right now is a is a time that we could all use a little bit of positivity and reminder of how much beauty there is in the world and how much love there is in the world. I, I know personally, I need this. <laughs> uh, how has your week been? I I I always like to think that I am either appreciating something or building my appreciation for something and right now i think i'm in the building my appreciation for things mode and celery i went to the grocery store and they had celery and i couldn't believe it because i was down to my last thing of of celery and i was trying to eat the leaves (laughs) do not try eating celery leaves Really, really bitter, and uh they even had uh, two rolls of paper towels and I, I don't know the people were nice in the store there was now those first two days i I, I didn't go to the store those first actually the first four or five days I avoided uh, going to any stores, and this is where being a catastrophizing hermit pays off the, Put aside the fact that people's lives are at risk, people's financial lives are at risk. Put away my financial fear of you know the podcast collapsing and you know me being out on the street, toothless in a tent, trying to eat corn on the cob. Put all that stuff aside. the hermit in me feel so comfortable with what is going on right now. No appointments, no obligations other than feeding and skating Gracie. The catastrophizer in me every time I shop, and it started really when I moved to Los Angeles in 1994. I moved here five days before the earthquake and the catastrophizing part of my brain paid off because my first trip to the grocery store, I thought, well, what is the worst that can happen when we're here in LA? And I thought, an earthquake. And so I bought water. I bought canned goods. I bought sterno, all kinds of stuff. And I was married at the time. Actually, we hadn't even gotten married yet, but we were living together. And when I came home, she questioned me spending a 100 dollars maybe it was more than that, on earthquake supplies. And I said, when the big one hits, you'll be kissing my ass, having no idea that five days later, six days later, the Northridge earthquake was going to hit. And for those of you that don't remember, it, it was devastating and horrifying, and I felt such peace having all of that stuff that every day since then, when I shop, I buy more than I need in terms of supplies, paper towels, canned goods. I, it, it is always in the back of my mind. Every time I'm driving under an overpass and I'm stuck there at a light, I think, oh, please, God, don't let there be an earthquake because the, one of my biggest fears is having the bridge collapse and not die, but just slow. <laughs> I thought we were going to avoid the darkness in this episode, but just being pinned in a really, really painful, suffocating position. It was 20 years ago that the earthquake hit, 20 20- six years ago and I still think about it every time I go to the grocery store so there was a part of me when all these new limitations were put into place that felt more normal than I've ever felt that felt like the outside world was finally reflecting what I often feel inside Or I should say what my battle is inside, which is to to plan for the worst and to isolate. And thank God I go to support groups because it helps me deal with that part of my brain. And thankfully, a lot of the support group meetings have moved to uh, online. And so that that will be there. Although I got to say, the hermit in me, not thrilled. Not thrilled. Was really looking forward to a couple-month break from having to go anywhere or do anything. But anyway, let's enough, enough about me. I hope you guys are um, hanging in there. And man, I just want to thank people who work in hospitals, in clinics, and people on the front lines of, of dealing with this. And send in a lot of love and support to to the people whose livelihoods have been drastically affected. I have the feeling all of our livelihoods are going to be affected by this um, so anyway, let's get to let's get to some some loves. This is filled out by a woman who calls herself joke in the box and she writes, working in an electronics store and old people coming in needing help with things that we don't even sell I love helping them and teaching them things they're so excited and appreciative to have someone teach them slowly at their pace I love that my grandmother calls it the Netflix not just Netflix and the first thing she watched when I set it up for her was Jaws a movie she has on DVD I fucking love that so much I love that no matter how sad I get, if I call my dad, he will always say, Life is all about having fun. This moment sucks, but it won't last. That's a great one. That's a great one. This is filled out by a person who calls himself uh, Falling Off the Moon. Listening to my partner singing in the shower, rain on the tin roof of the barn, The feeling of a horse nose on your neck. Watching mountains gain definition as they get closer on a drive. Seeing the face of someone you love lighting up when they see you. Airport reunions. Making tea and sitting in the tub after a long day. When someone you love reaches out to you and pulls you close in their sleep and breathes you in like oxygen. Thank you for that. This is filled out by a person who calls himself, I hate coming up with names. I love swimming in the ocean alone during sunset when the water is perfect from baking in the sun all day. I love lying on the sand afterward, feeling high from the swim, ignoring the people and the fact that it is irresponsible to close your eyes in public in my unsafe country, South Africa, just for a while. Thank you. Sending, sending some love your way. I don't even know how to pronounce this name. New Siobhan Annenfleet. And uh, her love is relaxing in the sauna with jazz music. That is, That is one of my favorites. Mine is actually relaxing in the sauna with a jazz band performing live. And the feeling of closeness watching the naked bass player sweat and just breathing in that eucalyptus as they shift modes and they start playing something in a diminished scale. (laughs) I've lost. I lost the thread of my riff. Fuzzy writes, I love on the rare occasions that I find myself smoking a cigarette outside at night while it's raining. If I exhale the smoke through my nose just right, I remember being an angsty teenager with all of my uncontrollable senses taken control of. Comforted by the pounding rain that drowned out my loud thoughts, the darkness that made all of the scary things hard to see, I felt like I would survive another day something about the rain that really makes us feel cradled. Ah, so agreed with that one. Now, while I can't can't relate to the cigarette smoke coming out the nose, just feeling sheltered is such such a great feeling. Sammy Joe writes, I love going to the grocery sc- grocery uh store when there is no one there. Well, <laughs> you're going to have to wait for a while on that one to come back. One of my number one pet peeves is when someone stands too close to you in the line and basically rams their cart up your ass. I actually love that, and I love when my ass can accept the entire cart except for the handle, just the handle is hanging out, and I'm bent over pretending like I'm looking for a lost contact lens, waiting for someone. To have to decide, mmm, do I grab that last cart coming out of that guy's ass? Or do I try to fit everything into a basket? And I just love looking th- at them through my legs and seeing what they're going to do. And then seeing them later at the deli section and us just winking actually just me winking and then quickly hustling away i love bringing up conversations around my family that i know will make them feel uncomfortable they're very conservative and superficial and i just want to talk about real things boy do i hate small talk it is so draining so draining Some of my favorite memories of being at parties are when the conversation turned to stuff that was really meaningful and people were sharing vulnerably uh, about their struggles. It just felt like a completely different party than it had been 15 minutes ago. And then when somebody recognizes me from the grocery store and I pretend that that was my twin. Katrina writes, getting into the into bed at the end of a long day, knowing I don't work the following morning. Oh, so good. This episode is sponsored by When Breath Becomes Air. When Breath Becomes Air by Paul Kalanithi is the exquisitely observed memoir of an idealistic young neurosurgeon attempting to answer the question, what makes a life worth living, as he deals with his own terminal cancer diagnosis. It's a stunning reminder to live while we are alive One of our sponsors for today is BetterHelp.com, online counseling. And boy, if there is a time to try online counseling right now, is it. Uh, BetterHelp has been a sponsor for a couple of years, and I've been using them for uh, a couple of years, and I love not having to leave my house. I love working with my therapist, Donna, and she has helped me through so many issues, so if you want to try betterhelp.com, go to betterhelp.com mental. Make sure you include the slash mental part so they know you came from this podcast. And then just fill out a questionnaire. And if they have a counselor they think is a good match for you, they will pair you up with one. And then you can experience a free week of counseling to see if uh, it's a good fit for you. And you need to be over 18. Les writes, I love listening to my dog snore. Oh, I do too. I do too. I just love that they feel so safe. I love too when Gracie, I'm watching TV at night and Gracie is laying next to me and she's sleeping and I start petting her and she still keeps her eyes closed. I love waking up to snow blanketing my yard, hiking beside a river. Being in an outdoor hot tub or hot spring when snow is falling. Oh, that's such a great one. One of my fantasies is is to experience that in the mountains of Japan in the winter. Knowing a song by heart and playing it without the music in front of me. Thank you for that. Tim writes, I love drinking a stout on a snowy winter day. There is something I don't drink anymore. It's been years since I since I drank, but I used to love a really good heavy beer like Guinness and just the head on that, that thick foam and getting it above your lip. Mm. You guys hold on a second while I go get drunk. Lennox Holiday writes, I love an empty hotel room in a night that you need space, surrounded by soft pillows and nothing more than the refrigerator humming in the background to occupy your thoughts. This is true peace. I never thought of the refrigerator hum as, as being comforting, but I imagine for some people it is. Blah, blah, blah writes, an epic long... An epic dream where I feel like the person I used to be, or better yet, someone I never was, a superhero or super happy or super popular. The other night I dreamed I was at a huge, fun, lengthy dress-up party, and I knew and liked everybody there, and we laughed and laughed and had so much fun. I woke up with the hungover feeling of joy and happiness. I haven't felt like that in many years. I was amazed my brain still knew how. It gave me hope. It's still in me. I quickly let the cat out and hurried back to bed to try to recapture it while I was still drowsy. And it worked. I went right back into the dream like a little gift. That is fantastic. I don't know if I've ever been able to recapture a dream. But there, there's always that feeling of, of trying that it's gonna, that you're going to get there. Luca Lee writes, I love driving in the rain with the windows open and blasting bass-heavy rock music. I love waking up at night to a thunderstorm and watching the windows light up. I love wide rivers with rocks big enough to jump to and rest on. I love that I have the same eye color as my dad. I love the memories I have of going to the library with him nearly every day because he was the one to pick me up from school. I love solar-powered dancing flowers, and I love being a lesbian. Thank you for that. Pavlov's shit writes, On Saturday mornings, I actually have two hours to myself. No kids, no wife, no work, no demands other than the need for coffee. I slowly sneak out of bed, past the kids' room, just me, my coffee, guitar and headphones and an empty couch. That is a great one. I love how a good guitar feels in my hands and sounds in my soul. I love when the neck of a guitar fits perfectly in the palm of your hand and chords are easier to play. I love that moment my oldest daughter, who is six, comes thumping down the hall, rainbow unicorn blankie wrapped around her, wiping the sleep from her eyes, sleepily murmuring, morning daddy, and reminding me that, quote, my time is over. I will never be a rock star, and there are Barbies to play with, and I love the fact that I wouldn't have it any other way. I love that moment where my wife and I make eye contact and know exactly what the other is thinking and we both just laugh and say, I love you, then continue on our daily routine as if we didn't just participate in one of life's most magical experiences. I love when a song lyric finally puts to words the feeling I've been struggling to identify. I love going to bed at night knowing that even if I accomplished absolutely dick that day, I still did my best. I love you. Sounds trite, but I. Sounds trite, I know, but I do. I love anyone hearing or reading this. I truly wish no harm to anyone today and want everyone to be blessed more than myself today. And I love saying that and quickly following it with my most heartfelt and loving go fuck yourself. (laughs) For those of you that are newer to the podcast, that's a kind of a uh, recurring joke uh, that I would sometimes get really uncomfortable and uh, tell the listeners to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Fiefen Girl writes, when my adult daughter invites me over for a girl's night where we eat, watch trashy TV, laugh, and generally enjoy each other's company. Oh, I love that one. I love seeing parents and children, adult children, getting getting along, or teenage children. Hate seeing it when it's little kids. Ugh. Nothing I hate more. <laughs> the toe beans are everything. I don't even know what that means, right? So I love it when I'm able to perfectly time the gas pump and get it to an even dollar. Oh, that's a great one. I love how my dog lies in the warm grass, looks up into the bright sun, squinting his little eyes and sniffing the warm air. His little squint that is so perfectly illuminated by the bright sun fills me with the same warm fuzzies that he's just exuding. I love it when I really want to bake something, go to my kitchen, and have everything I need to make it. I love the moments when I'm hanging out with my friends, not really doing anything, but feel their love and presence all around me, making me feel loved and supported. Those are great. Borderline Babe writes, I love going to the dollar store to unload my shopping addiction without the added guilt. I suppose if you're if you if you're going to go shop addictively, that would be the place to go. This is a happy moment filled out by uh, Lord of Failure, who identifies as non-binary, and they write, I've suffered from major depression for my whole life. After getting on some great meds and going to therapy with an awesome psychologist for a few years, I've finally, finally gotten to a pretty healthy place. One of the few things I still have trouble with is cleaning. It just takes so much energy and effort that I usually need for other things. Three three days ago, I had a rush of energy I would usually need for college, but classes just ended for this semester. Instead, I put it to cleaning. I swept and mopped and did dishes and laundry. I moved furniture to clean under. I wiped inside of cabinets in my pantry. After hours of cleaning and occasional breaks, I was mostly done. I was finally able to take my first bare steps on my floor that was previously too dirty to walk barefoot on. I took a shower, put on still warm from the dryer clothes, and I surveyed my work. It was cleaner than it had been in months. I felt such pride in my work. I realized I hadn't felt this happy and accomplished in a long time, and it brought tears to my eyes. I had a cozy, clean apartment, and it was all thanks to me. Another happy memory came from yesterday. I had a bunch of clean laundry piling up, so I asked my husband to help me sort and fold it. We cleaned off our bed and poured the laundry on it. We sat together in the middle of it and sorted it into four piles. Keep, donate, trash, and a pile for socks and underwear. My husband had stories and comments for most of the clothes, and as we sorted, I looked at him and felt a huge amount of love for him. He looked so happy spending time with me, even doing something so mundane. When we were done sorting, he helped me pair up the socks, and he joked about how many different Christmas patterns we owned. It felt so warm and homey, and the mundanity of it was the best part. Is it mundanity or mundanity? Mundanity. I like how that's what I take out of it, is that I might have been pronouncing a word wrong. Will Stop to Talk to Dogs writes, I love that I was listening to this week's episode and Gracie started barking. I, immediately I was happy because I love hearing from Gracie too. Then you wonder if it's appropriate. I answered out loud without meaning to, yes. That's nice to hear. One of our sponsors for today is Roman. Uh, for anybody who deals with erectile dysfunction, which is something that I uh, have struggled with. Uh, Finding the right medication for it has brought so much relief and pleasure into my life. And Roman is a great way to connect with a doctor who's licensed in your state and you can do it from the comfort of your home and they make it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. So, Just grab a phone or computer and complete a free online visit and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides the treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. And you also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime that you have questions or want to adjust your plan. And there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. And I find Roman to be very, very affordable. Um, I get the generic uh, version uh, of uh, Viagra, which is Sidenafil. And so it's extremely affordable, especially compared to what it used to cost, which was like $50 a pill. Uh, So if you're struggling with ED or hair loss, cold sores, or other issues, Go to GetRoman.com slash mental for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash mental for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Uh, the other sponsor we have today is OMG Yes, which is a website devoted to women's sexual pleasure. And in partnership with my alma mater, Indiana University and Kinsey Institute researchers, they asked tens of thousands of women, what was the one discovery you've made that really made your pleasure better? And then they found the patterns in those discoveries, the physical techniques, the ways of guiding partners, and the mental practices, such as ways of turning off distracting thoughts. And they organized all that wisdom into a website, omgs.com. So check it out. Psychology Today called OMG yes, Warm wise, tasteful, and fun. The Times called Yes nothing less than the next wave of an unfinished sexual revolution. Yes is for everyone who cares about women's pleasure and wants to make it even better for women, men, and couples. So go to com slash mental for a special discount. That's com slash mental. Getting back to the love surveys, this was filled out by a woman who calls herself, my cat, keeps stepping on my laptop laptop every time I come up with a name. Uh, I love when I find my beautiful, tiny, gray and white 11-year-old cat sleeping on my bed in her pile of cozy blankets when I get home from work. And when I go to greet her, she quickly lifts up her little head and makes an adorable trilling sound in her throat. Then she rolls over onto her back and starts purring. I love her so much. I love kissing her little cheeks and inhaling her fur because she always smells so good and is so soft. I don't care that she gives me terrible allergies and I have to take three medications a day worth every miserable spring. When my sweet rescue dog, who is wonderful and lovable in all her own individual ways and with whom I have a budding beautiful relationship, looks at me with her brown eyes in such a loving and trusting way that I remember why it's worth falling in love with dogs even though the pain I felt when I lost my previous dog was nearly unbearable. I love when I can cry in front of my friends. I love when I start a new book and can tell from the very first paragraph that it's going to be really good. I love when the restaurant gives you extra dipping sauce and you didn't even have to ask for it. It's so great. Oh, those are great. Ginger Bear writes, I love making music with other people. I play in an orchestra and jazz band. I've got to assume that that's a sauna-based jazz band. And there's something... Uh, about making music with other people that is incredible. Like we're all reading from the same piece of music and somehow magically we create this amazing piece of art that can make people feel real feelings. I don't read music, but I have to imagine that must be an amazing feeling playing in an orchestra, especially when they're really on and, and everybody's in sync. And the guy that plays the gong isn't drunk. Oh, he's such a drunkard. Slumberjack writes, I love being at events that are hosted, Slumberjack identifies as gender fluid. I love being at events that are hosted and run by all transgender people. The feeling of walking around and realizing I'm surrounded by other people who understand me and are just like me, but at the same time are uniquely and unapologetically themselves. And for that brief time, my defenses and fight or flight instincts just shut off. I can just be me and the weight of all that discrimination, hatred, and painful stares of cisgendered people is just gone. Everyone is smiling and complimenting each other and for a moment I can pretend that this is the whole world. Wow, is that a great one. Thank you so much for that. It has to be an amazing feeling. I can't imagine. This is filled out by a woman who calls herself oxymoron, oxyclean, getting your clean stains dirtier. No idea what that means. I love the moment I get into bed with my partner butt to butt and both of us are playing words with friends like we are 80 years old. And I can hear the sigh he makes as I roast him with a hundred pointer. I also love the moment of excitement and pure and pure shrill he lets out when he roasts me. It's honestly worth it just to hear his pure happiness in the littlest of things. That is such a great feeling, scoring a hundred plus word and Words With Friends. Oh my God. That moment when you realize you can play all seven letters and especially if you're ever able to, to straddle across two triple word scores. I did that. I think once or twice, but one time I got a word that was worth 196 points, and I felt like I just shot heroin. Bob writes, uh, actually, he calls himself Not Bob. I, I so apologize for confusing you with Bob. I love when a song has this one special moment, a chord shift, or a unique bend in the melody that you have to binge listen to for hours by starting it from the beginning over and over again just to experience the sweet anticipation and build up leading to that one moment and then skip the rest of the song afterwards that is a great one and i think one of my favorite moments of that is in the the song by the red hot chili peppers under the bridge where uh the the lyric says and together we cry and then john frashante just plays this amazing, amazing chord that it almost sounds out of place, but it's so beautiful. He is, he is such a, such a genius. Let me play that chord for you. Oh, I just fucking mangled that. I wish I could play the rest of that song. I mean, I wish I was capable of playing the rest of that song. I don't think I would subject you to... I love the vulnerable moment... This is filled out by by a woman who calls herself tiny but psycho. She writes, The vulnerable moment when my otherwise anxious and tense dog relaxes into my lap and innocently paws at me for belly rubs. I love when dogs begin to trust you I love when when Gracie and I are taking a nap or we're sleeping at night and she's in a certain position and then she relaxes even more and she just falls like closer into me and we're cheek to cheek (laughs) for people that aren't dog lovers that has to just sound downright creepy but as I like to say go fuck yourself A woman who calls herself My Love Languages Touch writes, Hugs that last longer than average, that are filled with goodness and presence. I lost my dad a few months ago, and I'm involved in a hobby where people often greet each other with hugs. This was one of the most healing things for me. People knew I had lost him and held on longer than usual. In some cases, there was that moment where I thought I should let go and release, but they pulled me back in. What an incredible gift. I love that I had such a good dad for such a long time. I also love that I have this lifetime, this opportunity. I don't enjoy each individual moment, but overall, this is a pretty good run. Thank you for that. Alex the Man-Child writes, I love when I open up about something in my support group and people acknowledge my presence and struggle. I love when I'm leaving my friend's country home in the dead of night and it's as silent and gray as death. (laughs) It's fantastic. I love when I write a song lyric that excites me so much I shout out, damn, and also the ability to no longer feel like a narcissist for feeling that. I love the emotional blast of feelings I get when I listen to certain songs that bleed things out of me. I love my wife's unconditional love and quirkiness. I love when I do something hard and I can look back and tell myself I did that. Thank you. Those are awesome. Chris B. Critters, who is a trans man, writes, I love when my cat's laying on my lap in bed and she cranes her head backwards to see my face. I love that feeling when I find a new pair of jeans that fit perfectly. I love when I'm working at my register and babies smile at me. Oh, I love that one. I love seeing queer people in public, not hiding, but owning their queerness. That is a great one. I love when I see queer people in public and they recognize I'm queer too. And there's just a brief acknowledgement in our eye contact before we both go back to what we're doing. Oh, those are fantastic. Thank you for that. I love when I see people who have otherwise been marginalized and there's a moment where they're in the majority. The first time I ever went to the Castro district in San Francisco um, I was with uh, a co-worker. We were were shooting dinner in a movie and he's the makeup artist for it and I was with him and uh, Janet, my then co-host and walking around and seeing how free people felt to be themselves, no matter how flamboyant it was, and just thinking, I'm I'm so happy that people can find a place in the world to let go of the fear of, of judgments. And the other thing that was really funny about that moment was I was trying to light, I had a cigar and I didn't have a lighter. And so this group of guys was walking past, and I said, do you guys happen to have matches or a lighter? And they stopped, and one of the guys goes, oh, look at her. She wants a lighter. Should we give her a lighter? And it just started making me laugh, and the more I laughed, the, the more they, they just, uh, oh, it was, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Johnny Gash writes, Oh, I love this one. When I order fajitas and they sizzle so loudly that the entire restaurant notices. That is such a great one. Kiwi writes, I love when my son opens his eyes for a split second to find me and cuddle with me in his sleep. I love feeling like I've been productive. I love when someone understands that I just don't want to talk sometimes. I love being embraced after feeling very lonely. I love the feeling of cold sand on my bare feet. Oh, that is a great one. I love that I can never finish listening to all the episodes in this podcast. It gives me a reason to go on unnecessary drives. Oh, thank you for that. That makes me feel so good. Any comments to make the podcast better? Just a shower thought. You've released so many episodes throughout the years, which means that you have literally met and interviewed about 500 people. I'm proud of you because even getting to know one person is so exhausting for me. Thanks for that. Liz writes, I love my morning walks. It's one of the only moments during the day I'm able to turn off all my angsty, sad, angry, lonely thoughts. For some reason, I can give myself permission to do that when I'm in my walk. Sometimes I'll just listen to the birds or concentrate on the sound of my feet on the ground. I just get to exist for a few minutes before I start my day. Thank you for that. Fresh Ginger writes, I have a wonderful boyfriend who can somehow always cheer me up. It's impossible for me to get upset with him because as soon as I see him, I just get a big smile on my face. I have PTSD and sometimes tell myself that he deserves someone better than me. If I let him know this, he always tells me that he wouldn't be dating me if he didn't want to be here for me. When I'm around him, I feel like myself and not me in my anxiety. He reminded me what it feels like to be happy and I'm so thankful to have him in my life. That is a love of mine is to not only experience that in my relationship with my girlfriend, but to hear other people share about that. Carousel Alhambra writes, I love that there's a thunderstorm happening while I'm getting ready to go to sleep. That is great. I love when I'm camping and it's really windy out and I'm in the tent and I've done a good job of securing it and I'm pretty sure it's not going to blow away. So there's that feeling of like being sheltered, but also a little bit of doubt that it might all turn to shit. Shadow Girl Hunter writes, I love riding my scooter in my tiny town and getting to see what new stores have come into the area. I love seeing my plants have produced extra babies in my garden. I love when I put on a new dress and I look really pretty in it. And I love getting dressed up with my boyfriend in matching outfits. I don't know if I can, I can co-sign that one, (laughs) but I'm glad you feel good about it. Crash writes, I love the alone time I'm able to take for myself to decompress after a long day. I take a warm shower, get in my pajamas, and lay in my bed for 30 to 60 minutes with the lights off. No shaming myself for taking the time, just me laying in silence rejuvenating myself. Man, do I love that one. That is such a great act of self-care, you know, meeting yourself where you're at instead of saying, you shouldn't be doing this, you should be accomplishing something. Oh, man, if we all could just recharge our batteries and set boundaries with people and identify our needs and, you know, meet them or ask for them to be met unapologetically, fuck, the world would be so much better. I love that me doing that one little thing has drastically helped my mood day to day. -day. It's allowed me to be more present with my wife, friends, and family. I love that my wife sees the progress I've been making to help get through my intimacy issues. A year ago, I'd get an anxiety attack from her leaning against me. Now I can have her lean against me for longer. Now that she's seeing the progress more clearly, she's become so much more understanding to my off days where I need a bit of space between us on the couch. Feels good to be making progress slowly but surely. Wow, do I love that one. I I, I love any sense of teamwork. I think it's one of the reasons I love playing on a hockey team. And when my girlfriend and I are going through something and we work through it, however awkwardly, and we're able to find some type of resolution or understanding and we feel like a team, like one of us wasn't trying to win, but we were both going for the same goal, which is to, to keep our love alive. And then this is the last one. This is filled out by a woman who calls herself on my eighth cup of coping tea. I love when I start walking somewhere with the intention of catching a bus on the way but then end up walking the whole way just because I enjoyed the podcast I was listening to or the scenery around me. I love going to school because I feel like for the first time people see me for me and appreciate my talents. I go for art and interior design. I love when I'm about to think I'm having an anxiety attack but then drink water and realize my body was only stressed because I was dehydrated. The next one is very rare for me, but I love the days that I eat three highly satisfying meals that keep me energized and don't leave me binging into the night. I love when I decide to make a list of how I can make my day better instead of giving up and deciding it's another day of laying on the cold floor eating snacks in my cocoon of a sleeping bag, which I bought bought for this purpose. I love to ride my bike while listening to podcasts that make me feel like I'm bettering myself. I love feeling like I've helped myself independently. I can spend my days blaming a million other people for how I feel, but I can't ask them to change the past or ask them to make me better. Other people can support me, but they can't lift me up all the way. I have to do that for myself. Depending on other people is like walking on crutches. They should help you in the times you need it, but you'll be a lot happier if you learn to walk on your own. This is a lesson I've learned over the years, especially after patterns of depending on friends and family more than I should to the point of pushing them away. Seeking professional help is an act of helping yourself independently. It's not asking a friend or partner to make you better. It's independently researching options calling your insurance, scheduling and rescheduling an appointment. Doing that on your own is amazing and honorable and shows you care about yourself. The best days are the days I feel powerful enough to do this life thing all on my own, schedule appointments on my own, exercise on my own, take care of myself on my own, and maintain a healthy social life on my own. What a great example. Thank you for those. And what a great example of that fine line between having support and practicing self-care and independence. And it's one that I'm not sure I still even have a grip on that, that I don't question myself. But when I do find that groove of staying connected but also taking ownership of the stuff that I need to work on myself. It's such a a, a satisfying feeling. And I think that that's really kind of the definition of, of self-love. It, 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 I think it has to start there. I don't think we can ever get to self-love intellectually. Anyway, I, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, the loves. Uh, I needed it. And I feel so much better after reading all those amazing submissions that you guys had. And if you haven't filled out the love survey, please go do it because it's one of my favorite things. And um, if you're out there and you're feeling stuck, you are not alone. Actually, you might physically be alone right now, but um, now, is, now is the time to, to try to come together emotionally emotionally. You know, whatever means we have. It's it's video or phone calls or whatever. It's, um, and I'm talking to myself because, man, do I want to isolate. I want to run with this thing so much. But I don't think the things we're working on ever really end. And I think the best we can hope for is to just be conscious of them and to be willing to keep moving in the, Healthy direction and to not shame ourselves when we backslide. So, never forget, you are not alone. And thanks for listening. Everybody I know is bizarrely beautiful. Everybody up up I know, is, weird bizarrely Everybody I know weird is bizarrely way. beautifully, fucked up, is bizarrely beautifully fucked up in some weird way. Bizarrely beautifully fucked up in some weird way.